Most people wouldn't object to being told that they have to earn $32 million this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but that's the unhappy situation that Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, finds himself in because he has been tagged by the Ravens. However, it is what's called the non-exclusive tag, which means that he can negotiate with other teams and if he finds another team who's willing to pay him more or where he wants to go, uh, Baltimore gets the option to match it, or if they lose him, they have to get two first-round draft picks. This has sent Kenny Brown into a hysterical tizzy, <laughs> yes. thinking Lamar Jackson could be the next quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Yes, who have two picks. Even though everywhere one. that I peruse and read, I don't see the Lions mentioned anywhere. So let's go to the biggest expert on this that we can. That would be Adam Schefter, who covers football and everything that happens in football for ESPN and knows more about these kinds of rumors than anybody I've ever met. Adam, is there any chance? Mitch, I would say this. Uh, there's always a chance in football. I've never heard the Lions connected to Lamar Jackson. I just haven't heard it. Um, that doesn't mean it couldn't happen. Stranger things have happened. But let me give you a couple of stats that stand out here, right? Everybody is all in a tizzy about where Lamar is going to end up and the lack of interest supposedly in him. Look, what the Baltimore Ravens did after offering him a deal last year that we documented in September included $133 million guaranteed at signing, $175 million worth of injury guarantees, and with a springing guarantee that could bring his potential guaranteed money to $200 million. He Mm. turned that down. Everybody's wondering, well, are people colluding? Is he going to have a chance? The Ravens said, we have not been able to reach a deal with you for two years. We want to resign you. So we're going to give you the chance with a non-exclusive tag to go out and sign an offer sheet with another team, whoever wants to pay you. We'll have seven days to match or get two first-round picks back in return. Now, in the 30 years since free agency started, do you know how many quarterbacks who have gotten the non-exclusive franchise tag have signed an offer sheet with another team and then wound up on that new team? How many in 30 years, Mitch? Zero. Correct. How many players in 30 years, free agents, have gotten the non-exclusive tag, signed an offer sheet with another team, and then wound up on a new team? How many in 30 years? Six. One, Sean, Sean Gilbert in 1998 went mm. from Washington right. to Carolina. So we start with the fact that as great as Lamar is, and he's an outstanding player and an elite talent, he's trying to do something that essentially hasn't been done before in the 30 years of free agency. On top of that, he has to do it where you have to find a team that has the need, the picks, two ones, and the cap space. Because let's just say – the Detroit Lions next Wednesday, when free agency opened, signed Lamar Jackson to a four-year, $200 million deal, fully guaranteed. Hypothetical numbers. Well, that number, the $50 million in the first year, would sit on their salary cap for one week, the first week of free agency. And so while they waited for the Baltimore Ravens to make a decision within seven days, about whether or not they'd match, and the chances are they would match, they would lose that cap space flexibility during the opening week of free agency. Hmm. 
further making it difficult for Lamar Jackson to sign. I didn't know that. So for the one week that that Baltimore gets to think about it, you have to pay the money against your salary, against your cap? The money counts against your cap. what What does a week come to? Well, it doesn't matter. Again, I'm, we're making up numbers. Four years, two hundred million. So let's just say the first year, the, the cap number is fifty million dollars. Maybe you structure a cap only deal that's so it's a million a week. Wow. No, no, no. You, you know, you count the forty million against your cap for that week. Wow. So if you had one hundred twenty-two million dollar cap, you, you can you, only you, spend you, seventy. Basically, you have to proceed as if that deal is on your ah, cap. Ah, I that? see. So you, so you can't do. You basically you can't make any other deals. Right. Well, if you've got sixty million of space, you right, can. right, right, you but know, you can't. Yeah, you might miss out on other deals. Yeah, but well, you I might see. miss out on other deals in the first week, and then after that, there are a couple of other issues. Lamar Jackson has insisted he doesn't need an agent, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, I understand his point and agree with it that if he were doing a deal with Baltimore, he could just look at all the comps. What did the Broncos pay Russell Wilson? What did the Cardinals pay Kyler Murray? What did the Packers right. pay Aaron Rodgers? You could look at all of these deals, Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and say, well, they got this, I'm worth that. No, that I, all of us could do that. Now, now, you're in a situation where there were agents in Indianapolis at the combine last week meeting with teams, getting a feel for the market for their players. Hush-hush meetings going on, even though they're not supposed to be. There is a tampering period that starts Monday, at noon, you can sign starting Wednesday, a week from today, at 4 mm-hmm. Eastern. Lamar is his own agent. When you're doing these deals, sometimes it takes an agent kind of leaking, say, hey, there's a few teams interested. Right. Sometimes it takes Playing the game. Yeah. that agent to be able to call Dan Snyder in Washington or Martha Ford in Detroit or David Tepper in Carolina or Stephen Ross in Miami. This is a high-level deal. I want to get the owner on the phone. Lamar Jackson's going to get the owner on the phone and go over that, and the, the trust <laughs> and the relationship is going to be there aye, aye, for aye. a deal in the hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah. Good, I, I mean, I, I, Adam, Adam you, if you were a lawyer, you could just say, I rest my case, okay? <laughs> I think I think Kenny has been – I haven't heard a peep out of him now, and he's been suitably uh, sent to his corner. It is the best time he to make a deal. He ain't coming here. Uh, now, okay. now, hold on. Now, hold on. Is it unusual for these teams to come out and say, yeah, we're not, not interested? It is, because you're talking about an unbelievable player. But when you take a step back and look at the situation, again, I'll also say this to you. If Patrick Mahomes were a non-exclusive free agent tomorrow, how many teams would be willing to guarantee, fully guarantee his contract? 29, 30. <laughs> No, I may, maybe half. I, I I think Kenny's closer to the truth. Yeah, I think I think thirty two out of thirty two would. You would find a way. <laughs> okay, well, Lamar Jackson is not Patrick Mahomes. No. Let, let me ask you about uh, another quarterback before we let you go. Uh, didn't Aaron Rodgers come out of the dark room already? <laughs> Aren't we supposed to have some some decision on this? And did I read somewhere where he's meeting with the Jets? Yeah, he's been meeting with the Jets. The Jets are on their way back to New York. Look. I think we've learned the last few years nothing with Aaron Rodgers moves fast. He takes his time. And he's got to make a decision about what he wants to do. Um, and so that meeting was essentially a get-to-know-you session for both sides because other than the Jets' offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, 
Aaron Rodgers doesn't know the people in New York, and the people in New York don't know him. And so they wanted to sit down, talk, and now we get into the other things. Like, because I, I've been told that earlier this week he wasn't sure that he wanted to. He took a meeting, so that tells you that at least he's open-minded to playing and playing in New York with the Jets. Okay, so let's just say he decides, yes, I am willing to play, which most people believe is going to be the case because he's due $60 million in guaranteed money this year. Fine, I agree, but again, I'm just telling you, retirement has been on the table for him. Well, then Green Bay and the Jets have to work out compensation, and that's not going to be a simple task, I can tell you. And then Aaron Rodgers has to agree to a restructured contract with the Jets. And so, Mitch, as somebody who lives in New York and grew up on Long Island, I've had Jets fans from high school and college texting me all day, are we getting Rodgers? Are we getting Rodgers? And I'm like, relax. I now have a cut and paste text that I send back to all my friends that says there's a lot of things that still have to happen. You're talking about an enigmatic guy. Step back, relax. And as Aaron Rodgers, I'm just amazed that the kids from high school still have your text (laughs) because, because talk about like, I know a guy. If if you, if the guy, you know, is Adam Schefter and you're, and you're like his high school pal and you want to impress your friends, you probably never stop texting him. Oh, you want to know if Rogers going, I got a guy, you know, a guy went to high school with Adam Schefter. Are you telling me that nobody during Super Bowl week texted you from Philadelphia asking how much the Eagles were going to win by? Sure, but I, I, not not at the le- not at the that was a one week. I mean, you know, you got to live with this fifty two weeks a year. There's, no, you 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 need to have two separate phones, Adam. You need to have that one the that burner. you give your the one that you give your friends and say, yeah, call me, I'll get back to you as soon as I can, and the, and the one that you never get off of as it is doing the job that you have. I, I can't imagine like in between the president of a uh, the president of a football operations for the Giants and and Jerry Jones, and here comes a Snooky from high school. On <laughs> Adam Schefter's phone saying, hey, man, we're going to get the Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know you know what else? Uh, what I love about that is that like, not that I'm on the phone enough all day, not that I have to answer these questions professionally all day, but I want to answer extra questions to all my high school friends who could just watch NFL Live or the 6 o'clock Sports Center or whatever it is and get the answers that I'm going to say there as well. I want to answer those extra texts, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this, Adam. Uh, Derek Carr – he was talking to the Jets. He goes to the Saints. Does that put a little bit more pressure, perhaps, on the Jets to get a deal with Rodgers done? And furthermore, you read various reports. The Packers are kind of lukewarm on bringing Rodgers back. Do you believe that? Well, I, I do believe. I believe. I believe that Jordan Love is going to be their quarterback in 2023, no matter what happens. That's what I believe. Okay, that's my guess. No matter uh, what happens. Oh, yeah, that's what I think. Yep. You mean I if Aaron Rodgers comes back for Green Bay, he's going to be a backup for $60 million? Uh, I, I, it's going to create a sticky situation, and then maybe Jordan Love would want to be traded. I just I, – I, I don't view it as such that – I think there's just an increasing, increasingly likely scenario that Jordan Love is going to be their starting quarterback in 2023, period. Wow. That's what I believe. Wow. Wow. Okay, t- 10 seconds more. I read somewhere with the number one – uh, rumor in football right now is that Tom Brady isn't actually done and that he's coming back. Yes or no? Pretend I'm coming. one of your friends from high school. <laughs> Snooky, uh, he's, not com- he's not coming back. Okay. 
And that's what you tell your friends from high school, too. That's what you tell uh, Snarky and uh, Dolly and uh, Poochki and and uh, Pundit and whatever you called you guys in Long Island. Yeah. Hey, hey Mitch, could, could, I, could I take 20 extra seconds here at the end of your little segment here? Sure. Just for, I had a great writing coach at the University of Michigan. You spoke with him. You spoke to his classes. His name was Don Kubit. And there were yeah. not many professors or any professors um, that looked after me in a more encouraging and uh, motivational way than Don Kubit. And last week he passed away. Great uh-huh. man, lost from the University of Michigan. And I just wanted to pay my respects to anybody who did know him in the Michigan area. A great man, sorely missed. Love that guy. We will miss him and owe him a debt of gratitude. And I just want to just pay tribute to him on your airwaves, being <laughs> that he was a Michigan guy who lived in Ann Arbor. Yeah, I knew Don Kubit. I, I did yeah. not know that he passed away. Yeah. And uh, you're right. He was a... Uh, he was all about writing and all about teaching, and uh, a wonderful tribute to him. I'm glad yep. you got a chance to say that. Thank, Thank you, Adam. We're gonna uh, when you hear from us on your next text, we'll be uh, we'll be <laughs> signing off as the kid who sat behind you in tenth uh, grade algebra class. Yeah, I appreciate that, Mitch. Thank you very much. Always nice Good. talking to you. Be well, Adam Schefter from ESPN at 760 WJR.